Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Thursday, the 22nd of April. Today, we're talking the collapse of the Super League, a bad luck for a key cat, and, oh good, another NRL sex tape. But first... Ahead of the heavyweight clash between Paul Gallon and Luca's Big Daddy Brown last night, there were insults. You're like such a soft in real life. For a bloke who's six foot five and tattoos all over you, you're just a pussy. There were costume malfunctions. I want a glove that actually fits. Yeah, three, four weeks ago, I said I want an XL or double XL glove. But when that bell finally rang, only one bloke was ready to throw down. It is over. This player is a world class fighter. Paul Gallon with the first round stoppage victory. Wow against the former heavyweight champion of the world. Paul Gallen, the footballer, scored a knockout victory over Lucas Brown in the first round last night in Wollongong. The win is easily the biggest of Gallon's boxing career to date and takes his professional career to 12 fights, 11 wins and one draw. But with a win over a former heavyweight world champion now in his back pocket, it might be time for Gallon and his crew to start setting their sights a little higher. We've got to think big now. Welcome back to Love Song Dedications. This next request comes from the NRL Integrity Unit and it goes out to a mystery Parramatta Eels player. Yep, there's another sex tape floating around involving an NRL player. A revelation that doesn't sit well with Mark Guy. Every time I hear the word sex tape in rugby league, I get sick in the gut. Mm. I feel physically ill. Um, it's something that um, I shudder. The four-second tape shows a man standing behind a woman in a bathroom cubicle. The Parramatta Eels released a statement yesterday announcing that the club has become aware of the video involving one of its players and that the player and female involved had been filmed illegally and without their consent. This is illegal, you know. The Eels' statement went on to protest the innocence of the player involved and that the club is working with the NRL integrity in on the matter. An investigation which probably ends with a fairly simple message. Just keep it in the bedroom, you know. At the time of recording, the New South Wales police said the matter had not been reported to them. When 12 of Europe's biggest football clubs announced on Sunday that they were joining forces to form a Super League, the backlash was fast and fierce. This idea is a, a spit in the face of all football lovers and our society as well. So we will not allow them to take it away from us. I don't like it one bit, and hopefully it doesn't happen. The owners of these teams have displayed the worst kind of greed I've ever seen in sport. But such was the fallout from the announcement. Just 48 hours after the league was set up, all six English clubs who had reportedly signed 23-year contracts have bailed on the concept. It started with Manchester City and Chelsea before Manchester United, Tottenham, Arsenal and Liverpool all quickly followed suit. And if you've ever wanted to hear what a 71-year-old backpedalling sounds like... I want to apologise to all the fan supporters of Liverpool Football Club for the disruption I caused over the past 48 hours. The project put forward was never going to stand without the support of the fans. That is Liverpool FC owner John W. Henry attempting to appease the angry mob that he created by agreeing to join the Super League in the first place. In this endeavour, I've let you down. Again, I'm sorry, and I alone am responsible for the unnecessary negativity brought forward over the past couple of days. It's something I won't forget. With all due respect, John, you might forget. You're 71 years old. 
I'd say memory loss isn't too far off, old fella. Death stalks you at every turn! So, with all six English clubs out, as well as Atletico Madrid and Inter Milan having announced that they will be withdrawing from the project, late last night, the inevitable happened. The Juventus chairman, Andrea Agnelli, and one of the founders of this European Super League in the past couple of moments has said that the European Super League can no longer go ahead. Asked whether the project could still happen after the exits, he said this, to be frank and honest, no. So long, Super League. We are Geelong, the greatest team of all. We are Geelong, we're always on the ball. But a key cat will not be on the ball this weekend or for many, many weeks to come. Patrick Dangerfield, worse for wear. Quite a limp he's got up there. Patrick Dangerfield suffered an ankle injury in the second half of the Cats' win over the Kangaroos last weekend. Former Magpie and Blue Daisy Thomas was a firm believer that Danger needed to focus on the long term instead of his immediate future. You know, I would be in the camp that if it is serious, take the time off, get yourself right and hope that the plan goes as they've sort of come to will be better by the end of the season and he can have a real impact come finals time. Thomas on the Triple M midweek rub there and clearly Danger is a listener because not long after Daisy delivered his advice, the Cats released a statement announcing that Dangerfield has in fact undergone surgery for a syndesmosis injury that's expected to keep him out of the senior side for at least 10 weeks. Speaking of cats, a black one must have crossed the paths of our Olympic soccer teams because, man, did we get screwed by the group draws. The Matildas, a team that hopefully would be challenging for a medal, will have to contend with New Zealand, world number five ranked Sweden and World Cup winner slash world number one, the USA, while the Oli Roos will face off against Egypt and football easy beats Argentina and Spain. So, I mean, just starting grabbing the medals, I guess. And that is your Fast Fun Hitter Sport for Thursday, the 22nd of April. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.